0: Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. It's time for a community interview on NPR.
1: All right, folks, it is community interview time once again here on The Morning Show. And uh, this morning, I have Rianne and Marie. Good morning, guys. How's it going?
2: Hi. How are
1: you? Doing very well. Thank you. Um, So... Uh, this morning what we're talking about is, uh, I was going to say a show, but it's kind of like two shows at once Correct. That, are, that are coming up at the Globe starting from the 8th of September. Now, one of these people have quite probably heard of, that's the Vagina Monologues, which um, are reasonably famous as far as um, bits of theatre go. But the other one's called Coming First, which I understand is original. Come first. Come first. Sorry, but but that's an original thing that's that's special for this time around.
3: Correct. It's it's completely original and the world premiere technically.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Very cool.
3: Um, it's about women's stories in the Manawatu. too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So so I guess that makes it a natural companion for the Vagina Monologues then.
3: That's what we thought. Um, we we love the idea and the premise behind the vagina monologues and giving women's stories a platform but we also wanted to bring it back to our community you know how can we ground it here in Palmerston North.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good impulse, and that's one I recognise, uh, because I listen to lots of podcasts about you know things that are going on in the world, but you know, the nature of media being what it is, mostly those come from the States. And so someone will say, here's what you don't understand about how this particular system works, and it's super interesting, but it's hard to know how it applies locally because obviously stuff is quite different in a lot of ways. So, so yeah, th- that makes a lot of sense. I, I kind of want... So the Vagina Monologues is one of these pieces that's kind of more famous for existing than it is necessarily because people know what it's about. I, so, would,
2: I would agree with that.
1: Yeah, I, so I wonder if you could maybe give people a really short explainer and unpack that perhaps before we talk about Come First as well.
2: Okay, I'll jump in here. Um, I'm one of the actors in the show. Um, how I would describe the Vagina Monologues is a series, if you imagine interviewing women from all walks of life um, on an international platform from Bosnia through to while it's an American script, there are some refugee stories and some really heartfelt stories from an elderly woman right down to a younger woman's experience with rape. And, and a six-year-old. And, and a six-year-old interview, um, about what she, she describing her vagina. So, like, just some of it is so funny. Some of it is, is the reality and the shocking truth around, um, genital mutilation and stuff like it covers everything but in a really accessible way so it's not something that you're going to walk away feeling damaged or traumatized by but it's certainly the interviews have been taken verbatim um, and crafted into a beautiful piece of theater and
1: so and so the show itself then is is essentially like a series of of monologues um or I, I suppose it's in the title isn't it
2: <laughs> the yeah, vagina there's...
1: monologues, yeah. It's, it's it's so people essentially take turns to deliver those monologues. The yep. the actors, yeah. Yep.
2: And then there's some interesting choral in between bits. Cool, Fant- fantastic. Well, so um, what can
1: you tell us about about Come First? Um, is it is it also a sequence of monologues, or is it more as uh, straightforwardly kind of theatrical? Okay,
3: so Come First. Um, we kind of wanted to break the pattern of monologues, so it's a lot more non-linear in its presentation, and it's more of a theatrical experience. So maybe as soon as you walk into the foyer, you'll see something start to happen to do with the show. So it's not necessarily like I'm walking in the doors, I'm sitting down, and I'm ready to watch the show. It'll it'll take you on a journey. Into the theatre with it,
1: um, and and um, I mean, can you can you tell us a bit about the the way that the show itself is is going to exist and the kind of kind of things that are going to happen in, in the course of it? Or would that be giving away too much?
3: I don't want to give away too much, but what in the crafting of Come First, uh, what was focused on was literally the women who were in the room. Um, just things they wanted to share about their lives or they felt needed to have a voice in front of people so it could start a dialogue with other people or even just literally just moments in time of their life. So almost like tiny little scenes from their life.
1: Yeah, it's sort of uh, like a... A series of kind of snapshots that you yeah. could, that you could take together as a sum to kind of create a larger yeah. picture.
3: Snapshots is a really just slice of life. And
1: can I ask? Was uh, because obviously this show was uh, or this component of the show was was created especially. Was the the plan always to create a companion piece to go with the the vagina monologues as part of a, a larger experience, or was that a thing that just kind of seemed natural after you'd already done it?
3: Um, so it kind of came about because I started a conversation with Poppy, who's the other um, co-director co-producer alongside me, and we were really passionate about creating a space where any woman from any walk of life could come along, enter the room, and have a safe space to share their stories. It it did start with the vagina monologues, but given that play's only just over an hour long, Mm. we felt like we had the space to add more mm. to that, you know, because I feel like an audience can sit down for at least 90 minutes. Oh, without... yeah, well, I
1: mean, you know, someone someone will deal with two hours if it's got the Marvel exactly. logo on the front. Yeah, definitely. Well,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that's sort of how it organically started to grow and it became about creating a community first. So when we held a call out, we didn't actually have auditions per se. We said, come and meet us. If you like us, then let's do this. And it, it, it kind of just grew that way. Yeah, we had a,
2: a night together where we came in and essentially shared stories just as, as women in the room. Yeah. And, and
1: did. Did the majority of those women then then become participants in in the theatrical bit, or or is that a different group of people? Yes. Yeah, oh,
3: that's really cool. Answer: Yes, so, <laughs> yes. I think you're going to
2: see a variety of of different actors. Not all of them are in both pieces. Uh, some are in just in one. Like f- for for me, I'm I'm focused on the the scripted vagina monologues, but we've got um, other actors that are solely doing come first
1: and and some of those people presumably are first time actors as well then
3: they're all creatives in mm. their own way um some haven't performed in a long 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 time or haven't performed in the capacity of theater but have performed in other ways like poetry mm. and those sorts of things stand up comedians stand up comedians um yeah they're writers all, musicians yeah they're not all necessarily actors yeah
1: yeah so yeah. They, they, they might not be um foreign entirely to performing but but you know theater is a different style of performance and that's always you know when you when you shift gears like that it always uh means you're presenting yourself in a different way and you have different concerns I guess yeah um, or that was my experience changing between different styles of performances you you, you make yourself available in different ways and you have different things you have to deal with as a result.
2: Yeah, and that's the exciting opportunity that is creativity, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and you know, uh, you're creating this thing that is present in the room and then disappears as opposed to yes. like writing something and then putting it on the Internet. And then, you know, in 10 years time after everyone's ignored it, someone comes and says, hey, did you write this thing? And that's a very strange experience, which we won't get into. Um, yeah. So uh, just to remind people, this is running from the 8th of September. How long is your run?
3: So we've got three nights, the 8th, 9th and 10th of September, 7pm shows.
1: Brilliant. And um, can people book tickets for those?
3: Yes. On the Globe Theatre website, our ticketing link is live. It's up. So go ahead and book through that.
1: Now, I understand that uh, this production has some sponsorship as well.
3: We do. We've been um, really blessed to have Square Edge Community Arts come on board and give us rehearsal spaces um, completely free of charge at any time we want. They've been absolutely amazing. And we've also recently had PNCC come on board and back us, and that honestly has just changed the game for us. We are so, so grateful for them.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Now, I mean, you're obviously very, very enthused uh, by the experience of doing this. That's that's come across in in our discussion. Oh, good. <laughs> um, where, where I'm going with this, I guess, is uh, is there is there a plan for more shows, more derived works, more things coming? Is and, and are there places on the internet where people should like find you and follow you to see what you're up to?
3: Um, so this particular show is being run through my theatre company, Simple Truth Theatre, and we. you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, um, you can reach out to us that way. We are a space that is always open for kōrero on uh, new works, established works, working with new people, working within the community. And it's definitely my hope that off the back of this, we don't all just Dissipate and it all just disappears. I would love to create again with any number of these wahine um, in any capacity, but we just have to see.
1: Fantastic, know? and and I mean, I guess you know, if if this does gather some momentum and you do more things like this, the the call for participants did that go out via your Facebook?
3: Yes, uh, through Facebook and then Instagram. Social media is our main channel. Cool. Yeah.
1: I, I guess where I'm going is, you know, if there are people listening to this who are thinking, gosh, that sounds neat, I wish I'd been included, then, you know, go follow you on Facebook and that way if you do anything like this again in the future, that's where the calls will go out for Absolutely. To- Everyone
2: needs to follow Simple Truth Theatre so that they can stay in the loop. You know, as many, as many, you know, the more um, participants that they know that are ready and hungry for opportunity Would on stage... That. Um, the more the call-out audition process becomes easier because you've already got an existing list of people that are hungry for it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Well, look, thank you very much for coming and talking, guys. Uh, I do hope you get a great turnout, uh, obviously, starting on the 8th. But, you know, it'd be nice if it continues through as well, eh?
2: Absolutely. Hopefully. Thank you for Mm -hmm. having us.
0: You've been listening to another community interview on NPR. Also available on demand at npr.nz. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.